All right, everybody, what's up? My name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, LLC, where the deal is already done. And I'm coming live Facebook and Instagram right now. Real quick, let me uh, fix this. Sorry, it's going to pause for a second. Let me fix this real quick. All right, so real quick when we start, what's up, babe? World, all right, so let me just get this in real quick so you guys have this on this, this side of the stream. Hang on. All right, so real quick before we start, I don't have any charities right now, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off by saying that uh, I put links in the Instagram comment, and, uh, and I put the link in the, the Facebook comment, so, or the, the actual part of it. Hope, uh, it doesn't look like it's going to actually really go through. Oh, yeah, hopefully that goes through. I'll check out the link after because I don't want to press it obviously right now when we're on the live stream. What's up, babe? Um, so real quick, I'm going to explain what it is. So World Ventures is a company that I'm partnering up with right now, and they do a lot of traveling. So anything travel-related, they do at a discounted. Um, how they do this is they get things in bulk. So think of it as like a BJ's or a Sam's Club. Um, and you go and you pay a membership, like a small membership fee, and then everything is included. Uh, like you have to pay for certain elements into it, but a lot of it is discounted because they can go and buy bulk stuff. So think of like you can get bulk discounted items like hotel rooms, air, uh, airplane tickets, so airfare. You can do um, any like outside of the country traveling so worldwide traveling so either to a different country like greece italy rome france or i mean like paris or yeah france europe um any anywhere outside the country and then anywhere in um in the states so like if you wanted to go to like chicago uh new york um california it everything's discounted because you got to think of it as like bj's or sam's club so um, I just started partnering up with them, so I'm going to promote them throughout my socials on these live streams, and all you have to do is follow the link if you want to sign up, if you're interested. If you want more information, because like eventually I'll start doing some live streams on it, and I'll give some presentations on it. Uh, right now, um, I don't have all the equipment to do the presentations, and I just want to like announce it on these live streams, because these live streams aren't for that. So like I don't want to mix the live streams up right now. It's not it's not for that, but I want to also promote things in the beginning of these live streams. So it's if you're interested in traveling more, if you're interested in maybe um, saving a lot more money on traveling, because traveling is definitely the number one um, spender you're probably spending a lot of your money and time on. So to save you the time, to save you the money, and to save you the energy, a lot of these things come in like pre-packages type stuff. So when you go and you get um, a hotel room or you go, let's say you pick a trip to France or Greece, it'll have stuff already paid for, like prepaid stuff in the package, meaning like let's say you went to France and you didn't really know what to do for the whole entire day. There'll be things and events that you can do that are basically already paid for from World Ventures. So that's the cool thing too. You don't have to just go on these trips and like wonder like what you're going to do for the whole entire day or the second whole day or the third whole day. Um, it's going to have all pre pre-stuff that you can do and you don't have to do them but they give you they give you the option to do that so that way you'll have things to do on your trip um if you want more information tonight 
they're going to be doing a uh, a conference call. If you're familiar with Zoom, they're gonna it's gonna be on Zoom, on almost like a conference call. On like you could do this on your phone, on the laptop, computer, any anywhere where you can get internet, and you can join us at 10 p.m. Just reach out to me so I can give you all the information. So that way you can join um, join us at the 10 10 p.m. conference meeting. And uh, the one guy that that is working with me on my team, his name's Gary, or I'm pretty sure it's Gary. So it could be, yeah, it's Gary. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. But it's, so Gary's going to do the presentation, and then then you can make a decision if you want to do it that way. Um, if you're already, like, trying to travel and you've been traveling for a while and you want to go, like, check it out, just take the, take the links in the descriptions of Instagram on the comments and then the link on Facebook comments. Um, that's that's called World Ventures. So you'll hear a lot about that later on. I'll start doing some presentations once I once I get the presentation and I can start and start giving more accurate presentations on it. But for right now, uh, I just want to you know announce it. So to start off with, uh, you know, this episode forty. So we're almost at fifty, which means we're almost halfway to a hundred episodes, which is amazing on my part. I'm I'm very excited. Only for the fact that I, I couldn't imagine going past like two. When I first started, it was like, it, it was something where I, I had the vision, but like it was, it didn't feel real until I started doing them. So once I started getting the hang of doing them, and then you know, obviously it was rocky at first because um, it was a rocky situation of doing them. Because then I, you know, I, I started doing Monday, Sunday. I couldn't get the days right, and I finally, I finally fit it to where I'm comfortable, where it's Monday and Wednesdays that are, that'll fit the schedule. And I normally, and I always show up the Monday and the Wednesday. I mean, I've, I've messed up a couple of times, but so far I've been pretty committed to Monday and Wednesday and six 30. I've been, um, I've been pretty close to almost every single time getting here at like six 30. So this one was like on time. I got, I left work a little bit early today, but you know, it all, it, it all fits on the timeline. So Monday and Wednesday at six 30, these live streams go on. Now, if you miss them, maybe you don't hit them live right away. If you go on Facebook, I know on Instagram it puts it it puts the live stream into the the my story, but it's only there for I think 24 hours. But if you go on my Facebook personal page at Tyler Dunn, it'll it'll update or upload them to my my personal page. So you'll see you can see all the episodes. You can even go back to episode one if you wanted. Um, now the the other thing, real quick, is I want to update you. Um, I did a speech for Toastmasters, my first ever icebreaker. And uh, that that was um, that was yesterday. So that was two, every Tuesday. I go to a, a place called Toastmasters, and it's helping me to become a better public speaker. Now, what that's going to do is like I eventually want to do motivational speaking. So my goal is eventually to start doing, um, or I can I can literally stand up in front of a, a large audience and start trying to motivate people to do more with their lives. And my ultimate goal with that is to change negative thinking to more of a positive state of mind because naturally our minds are automatically focused on going negative rather than positive. And I really want to change that as, as much as I possibly can. So that's, that's why I'm doing the Toastmasters and to get better at, you know, like this stuff, the live stream, just to enhance like how I speak to people and to really get my message a lot clearer Sometimes, you know, I'm a, I'm a person where I like to go all over the place. I'm constantly drifting to different things. Um, I'm trying to, st I, I stay focused, but I constantly, my mind constantly goes in a lot of different places at once. Uh, so, all right, so let's do this. So we're going to talk about two topics today. The first one's going to be um, becoming the hero from the movies. And then the second one's going to be volunteering your time. 
All right, so we'll start with the first one. Uh, but real quick before I do that, with the Toastmasters, I did my first icebreaker, like I said. Now, uh, when I start doing these speeches, I'm going to try to record myself doing them so that way I can get better at seeing it, and I want to post them. So where I'm going to post them, it might be on fa- – I might do it on Facebook – and I might do it in the, the IGTV on my personal IGTV account um, under at Tyler Dunn 13. Excuse me. So that's going to be on my Instagram account, my personal account. And that's going to be in the IGTV area. All right. So uh, I'll do the icebreaker. I, I'm, maybe I'll do that tonight real quick. Just knock it out and, and upload them real quick. But I'll get the icebreaker that I did. And then I'm going to have to start working on the speeches which might be – I'm going to try to keep knocking out speeches at these things just so I get more comfortable and start progressing through. It's called Pathways. But I can't start Pathways until next week because I have to get an evaluation sheet, which I messed up, and I didn't get that to my evaluator. So I have to do that uh, this next Tuesday that's coming up so that way I can progress and move on through the Pathways. So, all right, so that's Toastmasters, the speeching. Now we're going to get into our first topic of the day, all right? So the first one is becoming the hero from the movies. Now, what I mean by that is we all like Marvel, DC. A lot of people at my job like the Marvels. Uh, they kind of like they, – they don't really like DC as much. They, they kind of tend to lean more towards Marvel. And there's a lot of movies. Every single, every single like, month they're coming out with a new Marvel or a new superhero movie or a new villain movie. Uh, it's just, you know, it, it's taken, it's taken off. Like it's, it, I guess we're just in a, in a really good time with technology and the superhero movies are kicking off like crazy right now. So every single time I've stepped into a movie and I have filming and editing skills. So every single time I've gone to a movie and it was very motivational for me, or I, I walked away and I felt so compelled, or I felt so driven from that movie. Most of the time it's a superhero movie. Uh, some other times it's been like maybe like a war movie or just maybe like a business movie. But I've always had this vision of, of one day becoming a uh, person that worked on the filming part for the movie. So actually creating the film part of it. And every single time I've walked out of a movie theater and the movie was compelling I walked out of there with this overwhelming feeling of like I'm going to do that one day. Like one day these people are going to be coming to my movie. One day these people I'm going to motivate how I feel right now in this particular movie, in this particular moment of time, I'm going to have these people feel what I feel right now. And I've had this multiple, multiple times. I haven't had this one time. I haven't had it twice. I've had it at least maybe 10 times happen to me where I went to a movie that was really, really compelling. And I, it pushed me to go and, uh, and kind of take a second to re- re- reflect on myself and, and go, like, I want people to, to feel what I'm feeling right now. I want people to feel what I'm feeling right now, and I want to be the one that creates it, and it's going to be my movie. All right? So what, so what this topic is really, what I really want to talk about on this topic with becoming, a, becoming the hero from the movies is pay attention to how the person or the lead hero in the movie, we could take like uh, Captain America I like a lot. So we'll take Captain America. 
look and pay attention to how Captain America, the lead role, saves the day. How he is always in the spotlight. How he's the one that's not playing it safe. He's taking the risk and he's going into danger. And he and he's putting himself on the line, right? Take take that and pay attention. So the next time you go and see whatever whatever superhero movie you're you're probably gonna you're really into whatever hero you're into and uh, whether it's DC Marvel, take yourself and put yourself in that character's shoes and envision yourself being that character and start telling yourself. Start telling yourself that that is me and these are the traits that I want to take take away from. Now, don't, don't be the, – the one thing that might screw you is you're going to do that and you're going to be like, well, I'm not that guy and I can't, I can't do that. That's fiction. Don't, don't do that to yourself because you're automatically telling yourself that you, it's not possible and, and, you're, and like you're kind of retreating before you even try to attempt to do something. So – even though it's a movie, it's fiction, we're not talking about the full – we're not talking about the actual physical, like, fiction part of the movie. We're talking about the traits because you could take the same traits. You can be the hero. You can go in and volunteer your time, which is going to be the, the, next, the next topic we're talking about. You can go and volunteer your time. You can go and change the future. You can go and change your time right now in this very moment by taking action right now. You can go and, and, and help people. You can go and be a better uh, husband, wife, uh, family member. You could pick up the phone right now and make a real difference by calling someone, you know, a family member that you haven't talked to in a long time. You, you can do anything in this moment of time and change the future, right? So you can be that superhero. It's up to you to play that part. It's up to you to go out and go get it. So you need to start start physically going and not just watching the movie and walking away with nothing. You need to start and watching these movies that are, are, are big hits and start taking things away from them. The, the, crazy, the crazy thing, which it doesn't, it doesn't 100% relate to this topic, but what I heard was uh, it comes down to, you know, the price, the price thing, but with Grant, with Grant Cardone, what I what I learned was uh, what I what I learned was that the price, you know, we complain about the price of a movie, right? But the movie that it, you know, the amount of money that it takes to produce the movie is probably like let's say like two million and above. Like some of these movies take like like more than like a million or two million dollars. And what he's saying is like it takes all this capital and money to produce this crazy movie that you get to watch for maybe 12 bucks or 15 bucks. And we complain about it. So yeah, he was going more into like the complaining part where we complain a lot about things. But the, the point that I want to make to you is like, if you're going to go and spend the $15, make the $15 worth the $15. Don't just go watch the movie and go, Oh, it's a great movie. And then forget about it. Put yourself in the role of the hero. Put yourself in that, that role and start trying to tell yourself, I want to be more like that. And what can I do to become closer to being the hero of your movie? Right? That's what you should be doing. You shouldn't be watching these movies. What's up, Jake? You shouldn't be watching these movies and not putting yourself in the role of the hero and in the spotlight and in danger and, and all that stuff. 
That's something that you should be doing. So try to you gotta you gotta try to change the way you're thinking. It's the, it's the hardest thing you can possibly do, but start start trying to become the hero of your story. And like when I say that, like I'm sure like people are gonna say, you know, well that's that's his story. It's not my story. But become the hero of the story that you want to happen. But you could still take other traits. Like that's where that's that's where it becomes kind of weak on the other person's part. Like you could take some of those traits and install them in your own life. Um, so that's you know that's that's one topic that you know I, I kind of thought about this uh, today because I ran across I was watching this motivational video today, which I should have uploaded uh, to Facebook by the way. I slacked on that and I apologize. But uh, I didn't. I didn't get through the whole thing, so I, I kind of didn't really feel compelled to share it. Only for the fact that I like watching. Like, if I share a video with you guys on Facebook, which is motivational, I gotta make sure that I'm I'm taking in the content as well, or like, or else it's it's no use to you. So like, I want to make sure that I get through the content and that it. You know, I understand exactly what I'm presenting to you in the same sense. Like, we're on the same page. So that's why I didn't upload that. But there's a part in it this morning that I got through, like, you know, I got halfway through the video and in that, in one of the verses in there of one of the, the people talking, it said like, become the hero that you want to become. So that's kind of where I got this topic from, but it made me think about superhero movies. And a lot of it had to do with, uh, I, you know, I, the people that I work with are pretty big movie critics. They like going to the movies a lot. I personally don't, I'd rather just wait for it to come out. Um, and plus like, I don't, you know, I try not to watch too much TV or movies. So I try to stay away from a lot of the, the movie stuff. I'm trying to like preserve the time and like put it into more useful uh, elements, but, and work harder. But the point of the matter is, you know, you want to, you want to become the hero of your own world. But in order to do that, you have to change the traits, the bad traits with better traits and the great traits with even greater traits. That's, that's the tricky part about all this. And like, it takes time. It doesn't, it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, you know, I'm talking to you about it, but you know, it's going to take time. So, you know, be hard on yourself, but like be hard on yourself, but let yourself realize like, it's like, I'm not telling you it's going to take a day, two days, three days, you know, it's going to take you maybe months, maybe even a year to realize and, and get the trait locked. Uh, it's taken, it's taken me a long time to get certain traits locked down and other, other traits. It was natural for me to just kind of like, Oh, okay, that makes sense. And I just picked it up, but there's other traits where I, I slack slack in the area and it took me a while to balance it or to get it, get it completely learned or completely, um, adapted into like my traits. But, um, Keep that in mind. Be the hero of the story that you want. Or be, yeah, be the hero in the story that you want. So that's uh, becoming the hero from the movies. Uh, now the second one we're going to talk about is volunteering your time. And the reason I put these together is it kind of goes hand in hand with uh, becoming the hero of your, your own story. Because if you volunteer your time and you start making a difference in the community around you, you're you're kind of going towards the role of being a superhero in the sense of you're trying to help people. You're saving different different types of uh, 
like resources and people and the community. So that's why the volunteering your time part is mixed in with becoming the hero from the movies is because it's, it's tying it together. Now I'm trying with the volunteering your time part. I tr I'm trying to volunteer my personal time, uh, my mornings. So the last, I like last Saturday I went and did, um, I did a, if you go back to like my uh, social media, I did a cleanup. It was like a trash cleanup for BC Cares, which is an organization created by Broward College, which is the company I work for, which is also like a school I attend. But what it does is it's creating, it's an organization that's creating a community event where like all types of people can come and they're doing different projects for helping the community. So last Saturday, what I did was we went to a, 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 a poor area, which was right before downtown Fort Lauderdale. It was like, right. You could see the city. If you went maybe a couple lights, maybe like six lights down, you hit the big downtown Fort Lauderdale city where I actually, I used to work at for Broward college. And then they, they're reconstructing the bit, the, the building right now. So they moved us to central and Davie, but uh, it was a poor neighborhood. And there's trash everywhere. So what they had us do is they broke us into groups, which a lot of people, a lot of people, like maybe 35, maybe close to 50 people showed up. And uh, some people brought their kids. Some other people brought like other people with them. But what we did is they gave us these big gallon buckets, like paint buckets. And then they gave us grabbers. They gave other people gloves if they ran out of the grabbers. And, the, and what we were doing was we were just picking up as much trash as we could. And different groups obviously went different routes. And uh, what you found was like there's just like literally trash everywhere. Like bottles and cans stuffed in bushes. Uh, like random stuff. Uh, lighters. Um, alcohol bottles and cans. Or glass bottles and cans. And like paper everywhere, uh, anything you could probably think of in your mind right now, I probably picked up in that community and it was, I don't know, we probably walked around maybe, I don't think, it may be like two miles, maybe even like less than two miles. But, and I picked up, I filled up the gallon, The I wish we would have waved the trash, there was some way we could have waved the trash because I'm really curious how much trash I picked up because I was on a full-blown mission that day. I told myself when I got out of that car, I'm going to be the, the hardest worker here. And I told myself that I'm going to be the one that picks up the most trash. So people would skip areas. And that's when I would just go, like, I'd go hard. I'm like, I'm going to clean up all this stuff. I'm going to go over there and pick up more trash. Like, I'm going to go in the bushes and I'm going to pick up stuff. I'm like, like, people are going to be impressed that live here, how much trash is picked up over here. And I must have filled the bucket up at least 13 to 14 times. And then dumped it into uh, – they had the big – they had one person that carried this big dumpster. So that way you could keep filling the buckets and throwing them in the trash and then keep going again. So they only had like two of those people or three. And so, I, you know, every single time I came back to the, the girl, she's like, wow, like you're already back? Like like you're killing it. You're killing it. Like keep going, keep going. And like I'd, I'd come back and she'd be like, damn, like like you're out, you're out working all these people and there's probably like seven or eight other people with us. And I'm out working like I'm one person. And the thing was like, what I did is I didn't look up. I didn't look up all the time to try to figure out if we were close enough to like where we started because they're just circling you back to where we started. 
and I had in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to look, I'm just going to keep picking trash up. Like just, I'm just going to be a trash picking machine right now. And I'm just going to keep picking trash up and keep going. And you know, I wanted to impress the people there. I like, I wanted to impress the people in my group to the point where people came up to me and like said, great job. Yo, you did it all. You did a phenomenal job. Now, the reason that I wanted to do that was not, not really to get the praise. I wanted to make a difference. I like, I do these events and I do, and I give my time like at these events, like they're not close to me. Uh, they're always in Fort Lauderdale because the organization is kind of more built in the Fort Lauderdale area. And I think Fort Lauderdale has uh, a mixture between like a lot, you know, it's, it's a bigger city. So they have more like poor people and um, kind of came out wrong, but like they have poor and then rich areas, but they have more land to cover. So that's why I think that's really what I want to go with. I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't really care. But anyways, <laughs> but um, the point that I'm trying to make is like, I want to make a difference. I don't like beach cleanups to be a hundred percent honest with you, because I feel like I've done tons of beach cleanups, by the way, like maybe like five or six. And I really don't like them for the fact that I feel like you pick up the trash. You feel like you did a great job. There's tons of crap out there, by the way, uh, just random stuff you'll find. And, and most of it's really bad for the, you know, the beach itself, but you pick up all the trash and then the tourists will come and they'll dump all their trash out again. And then I feel like it's not, I'm not making a difference because yeah, I picked up the trash, but now these people are coming back on the beach and they're re-littering on the beach again. So I, I never felt like I made a difference when I went to these beach cleanups, but when I went to these neighborhoods, when I went to these poor neighborhoods that didn't have as much as maybe I did or the people that were there and we gave them a helping hand and we went and picked up all the trash and, um, you know, which, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, like people may like re like re litter the trash, which is, which is whatever. I mean, it's probably going to happen. It's just cause it's that, that, type, that, you know, that type of area. But I feel like I made a big difference cause there's just trash everywhere. And now like you would go there and like, there's not that much trash there. Like we just picked up like majority of the trash there. And like they, and the people there that are probably good civilians and people that actually like want cleaner places are probably like, wow. Like, wow. Like and now I come outside and it's clean. It's been dirty for, you know, like months, months on months on months on months. And now it's, I come out and it's clean. So I felt like it was more of a difference. Now that's probably not, that's more of probably like a short to mid term, like mid range, like, uh, like deal. Like it's not going to last forever. I'm sure there's going to be more trash out there, uh, within the next couple of weeks, there's going to be more trash out there, um, you know, thrown out on the streets. But, you know, I really liked the first event that we did cause that was more the recreational park. It was actually a park that was, uh, that people came to from all over the place and what we did was uh, they had we all we had a hurricane recently, and so there's debris everywhere. So people are cleaning up the tree debris, and then work. Uh, my team was painting pavilions there. So that is long term. I, I I look at it as Lo like long term in the sense of like we painted, and that's gonna be like that maybe for like another seven eight months, maybe even a year, maybe even longer than a year. And I felt like I, I like that one a lot better because it's more. I feel like I'm giving more and it's going to, it's going to stay like it's longer, uh, it's longer help. Like it's something they really needed. And it's, it was, it's going to stay long-term, not short-term, but volunteering your time is very crucial. Like I never thought about it 
in the way that I'm presenting it now, when I was a lot younger, I always avoided it. I hated doing community service hours. I remember in high school and middle school, they pushed that on us so much with the community service hours and I hated it. Um, but I think it's because you're forced. And now that I'm thinking about it, now that we're talking about it, I think that's exactly what it is. They're forcing people to go out and get service hours. So, you know, they're trying to reward you, which is good, but they kind of force you to go out and do the service hours rather than t like it's on your own, own free will type of vibe. Um, like they kind of push it a lot, but I think also like at a young age, you don't really understand about like giving back too much. You know, you, you're still young where you don't have the responsibilities that a lot of these people are going, you know, that you have now and you don't have the appreciation of like, like some of these people are like really struggling and they're putting money into things and, and they're, they're really struggling to get ahead and they probably can't, they just don't know how, <clears throat> but you start appreciating more things as you get older and you start having to do your own stuff. And that's, and that's some, that's something that I've, I've taken into consideration. And that's why I really want to start volunteering every Saturday morning, which by the way, these, these uh, BC cares, I've gotten there at eight. Actually, I've gotten there at seven 30 cause I always show up early. Like I'm trying to do the new thing where I'm getting there early. Early is the new on time and on time is late. And so you're supposed to get here, you're supposed to get to these events by 8 a.m. I'm getting there at close to 7.30 a.m. And then I'm not getting home until 12.30 like p.m., almost close to 1. So that's, that's what, 30, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, 11.30, 12.30. We're going on five hours I'm donating my time to. And the funny, probably over five hours too, but the funny thing too is, in those five hours, I'm getting more done on a Saturday morning than probably more than half the country is doing with their time. Because on Saturdays, every in this society, everyone's trained to sleep in on Saturdays and Sundays. So the funny thing is I'm getting more things done on my Saturday morning than more than half the American population, which is nuts to me. So... You know, that's what I want to do. Every Saturday, I want to go and volunteer my time. So, you know, I wouldn't be promoting the volunteering stuff if I wasn't personally going out and doing things. You know, you should be considering helping your community because most of the people that complain about their community and like, oh, this is crappy, like this sucks, like the city should do this. Why don't, you know, if you want, like, think of it this way. Let's say you're passing by a streetlight, not a streetlight because everyone can't do the streetlight, but... Let's say you're passing by City Hall, your City Hall, and, and you're like, this City Hall looks like crap. It looks like crap. You should then call your City Hall, and you should take the time to go paint City Hall. Or you should go take the time to fix City Hall. And then, you know, that's how I look at it as. Like, if, if it really bothers you that much, you should take the time and volunteer your time to becoming a better uh, a better citizen of your community and you should be a better it's going to make you a better person because most people are not going to do that i'm telling you straight up right now people are going to be like it's not my problem it's the city's problem i'm not going to do that but if you really want to gain respect you really want to gain people's attention go do it go call them i mean they'll be shocked that you're probably calling them to volunteer to go do that to go paint like to go paint city hall or to go like clean up trash in front of city hall like they're gonna they're gonna be like what like you're going to shock 
everyone that works at City Hall. Because no one does that. I guarantee you no one calls City Hall and says they're, they're, they're uh, City Hall and, and go, hey, I want to paint your building because, like, I, I, I think it's terrible how it looks. I'm going to personally paint it for free. I'll volunteer my time, just buy the paint and the equipment, and I'll, I'll go and volunteer my time, and I'll paint it for you. And, and, and like, it's, I'm telling you, it's just crazy. Like, it, it'll, cha- it'll change you as an individual. It'll change how people respect and look at you. And you'll make your community a better place. So that's, that's, that's what you should be doing. Like the problem with people is people want to complain about things, but people don't want to do things. I learned that really early in my life. High school, I saw it all the time. People bitch, people bitch, people bitch, but people didn't do anything. So don't, don't be the person that bitches, but doesn't put their time and effort into changing it. So you should go and volunteer your time. And if you're the one, if you're someone like me, where at first I was like, I don't know where to go and volunteer. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't think there's enough to do. You're making up an excuse because there's so many places that will take you to go and volunteer your time. Like, just look it up on Google. Go on the internet. You know, if you're a millennial, you know how to use the internet. If you're a baby boomer or, or an older generation, learn how to use the internet. And go and search uh, volunteering, and it'll pop, and things will pop up in your area. So if you live in Fort Lauderdale, you just type in volunteering in Fort Lauderdale, boom, a hundred thousand things will pop up, and go and you know pick the best one. You don't have to go and do like I thought at first with with serving and and doing community service. I really and volunteering, I thought that I had to go and do like a soup kitchen. Like for some reason in my mind, I'm like, oh, I got to go help the poor. I got to go help the poor. And the first thing that came to mind when I said that to myself was, I got to go work at a soup kitchen. So then I'm looking for people like that'll do the soup kitchen. And then I'm looking on like Google for soup kitchens. And, you know, what ended up happening was like, it, it, it didn't, I didn't end up doing that. And I ended up this thing at work popped up, which the BC cares. It's kind of funny how you start looking for things too. Like that'll be another segment that I'll have to write down after this, but um, I'll actually write it down right now on the back of this card, but it's funny that once you start trying to find answers to solutions and you start looking for answers, they pop up in front of you. Like it, it is nuts. Like I'm telling you, and like people won't believe me on this stream unless you're like a go-getter or you're someone that, uh, as, as noticed it. But once you start looking for answers, answers pop up in front of you. And like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you can't, let me just write this down real quick before I go in. And um, searching, searching for answers. All right. So I just put searching for answers. So I just like give myself little tips, but the reason I want to write it down right now is because I'll forget if I wait until the whole entire, like the whole entire live stream. So always write things down. It was one of my one of my topics. But the the point that I was trying to make is when you're searching for answers, they tend to pop up. So I don't know if you've noticed this, but if you've ever talked about something and then maybe the next day, maybe within the next five hours, maybe within the next week or month, it pops up. So like I've 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 had this happen many of times and I've actually 
I've actually uh, gone through deja vu thousands and thousands of times. And what's really weird about the whole thing is I've, I've tend to notice, like if we started talking about a tragic situation or like, Oh yeah. Like I'm trying to look for, let's say I'm trying to look for a producer for like a podcast. I, then something would come up maybe like tomorrow or maybe in the next three days. And, and someone would be like, well, I'm trying to really look for a podcast to be a producer of, like I was a producer at this thing and now I'm trying to find work to be a producer at a podcast. And like, like, it, it just, it's, it's a weird thing. Like I, I, it's something that you can't explain why it happens. I think it's just because you start opening your eyes to opportunity. You start opening your eyes to the reality of things around you rather than just cruising through the day. That's the only, that's the only explanation I've ever, I've, I've ever come up with in my head, <clears throat> but you need to, you need to start trying to, uh, volunteering your time and you need to start looking for answers in that sense, uh, since we were talking about the other thing earlier. But we'll get into more of the whole answer thing, because <clears throat> that's a great topic. But see, like, uh, that you could just see off this show, or this episode 40, how are we just talking about something, and bam, topic clicked into my head. <clears throat> so I just write everything down. I'm telling you, if I could show you my phone, which is using the Instagram Live right now, I could turn this phone around and show you the notes, there's tons of topics that I'm just like, oh, that's brilliant. I'm gonna write that down and use that as a topic. So a lot of these topics are just coming straight off my head as I like go through life or I, I go into a conversation with someone and I'm like, damn, that's brilliant. So I, I write it down. But so that's, that's volunteering your time. You should volunteer your time and stop bitching, start doing. That's the best, that's the best, that's probably gonna be a quote that I should actually probably write down. And I, you know, I want to start doing some quotes. So, so start posting some of my own quotes or making them. But that, that would be my quote is start, stop bitching and start doing. Because nothing's going to get done with bitching. The only way it's going to get done is by you doing. All right. So that's, that's volunteering your time. So now what we're going to do is uh, with the next 20, maybe 15 minutes, uh, we're going to talk about Dundeal Investments LLC. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over what that is because that's my company. And I'm going to promote it a little bit real quick. So for anyone that doesn't know who I am, my name is Tyler Dunn, and I own a company named Dunn Deal Investments, LLC. The slogan is where the deal is already done. Now, what this business is, is designed to do is get a seller and put the seller with an investor and create a deal. So how this works is I go and I, and I help distress sellers, meaning uh, anyone that's in a financial situation they can't seem to get ahead of, meaning like you're about to go into pre-foreclosure, meaning the bank's about to take over your house because you can't keep up with the payments on the mortgage or what, you know, any, any payment related stuff with loans. Uh, or you have a job transfer, meaning like you just got, you know, you just got a random, you applied for a job and bam, they want you in the next week. And you're like, damn, I can't sell my house the next week with a real estate agent. So that's where I come into play where I can get rid of the house really quick and just get you cash fast. The, the other one is um, divorce. Maybe you're going through a very messy divorce and you have to quickly, you just want to quickly get rid of the house. Like you've had too many memories. You've been married, let's say for X amount of years and you just want to get completely rid of the house. Like you don't want to go through the whole long process of going through a real estate agent. You just want to get rid of it. We can help you with that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the... Damn, that's the other one. Uh, the other one is uh, 
maybe maybe you don't want to go through the real estate agent process. Like maybe you don't want to go like I heard a, I heard someone talking about it in my office today. They're like, don't trust real realtors. And and then like everyone questioned him like why? Like why don't you like realtors? And uh, I think it's because like the amount of commission they make off the house. So the amount of commission they make off the deal, which by the way, with done deal investments, LLC, you're not paying us commission to do this, by the way, the investors paying done deal investments, LLC. So we're not getting commission off you. The, um, the other thing is, let's say you just, you know, let's say you want to go through a real estate agent and you just, you know, your house isn't in the best condition. It's going to take you a long time. Like, you know, that if you put your house on on the on the um, on the 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 system, the I think it's called the MLS system. You're gonna it's gonna take you a long time because your house isn't in the best condition. You have mold, roof damage, like a bunch of things that you don't have the capital or the money to go and flip for yourself to go and, and resell it for like mint condition. That's where done deal investments is is especially important for homeowners. Uh, and that's what I really try to design this business for is to give another resource to homeowners and uh, people that own property that, because this could work with anyone, any, any property owner, um, anyone, and mostly probably like homes. But uh, that's why I really created this service was to help homeowners uh, get out of the financial situation because no one helps them. The bank helps you and like the, and it's really hard to get a mortgage or a loan through a bank right now. But They'll help you get the loan, but if you're falling behind on the loan, they won't help you. So that's why, like, that's why, that's where Done Deal Investments LLC comes in, is to really help people that really need the help. Or it came to me right now, you have liens. Liens are, are, are tricky because what happens is it's normally from the city. They put a lien on your property, and every single day that you don't pay off the lien or do what they want you to do to your property, they keep charging you more money, and it just stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks. Until eventually you're like, damn, like I can't, I can't pay this. So we can help you out with that. We'll work out a deal. Excuse me, we'll work out a deal to get you out of the lien. The the other thing. Uh, so that's that. So I think I'm pretty sure there's all the steps. I might have missed a couple. Oh, if you maybe you inherited a house. So that's another big one that you know it it doesn't. Ha it's very rare that it happens to people. But let's say you're in someone's will, like one of your close family members passed away and you're in a will and that, and you inherited the house and you just want to get rid of it. Like you're just like, I already have a house. Like I, I don't need this. And sometimes when you get, get, um, inherited housing, a lot of the times it's from older people and sometimes they don't, you know, they probably weren't in the best of health and they, they didn't really, they weren't able to keep up with the maintenance on the house. So that's where done deal investments would then come into place where like we, we just take your house as is. <coughs> Excuse me. We take your house as is and you don't have to clean up anything. You just take your, you know, whatever you want to take out of the house, you take it and leave behind whatever you want or don't want. So, uh, so how this works is it's a three-step process. I, I like to say, you know, like the one person I talked to said, you shouldn't really do the financial freedom thing, but I really like the, it's called, I like to call it the three steps to financial freedom. So, cause it's, that's really what, that's really what the steps are, are designed to do. They're designed to get you out of the, the financial struggle that you're in. So the first step would be, we have to somehow communicate to each other. I got to ask you some questions. 
Uh, the questions are very basic, and it's just to get me a better understanding of the situation that you're in and the, the condition of that, the property that you're trying to, uh, to sell. So I prefer a phone, like over the phone, just because it's, it's more personable. What's up, Davis? Uh, so it's more personable, but at the same time, it's, it's going to make us go way faster with the questions. You can do this through text. You can do this on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Sorry, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, you can also email me. So, like, I have an email account at dundealinvestments at outlook.com. And then phone is 954-857-6450. Um, so, yeah, you can reach out to me in any way that you want. If you're more comfortable texting, if you're more comfortable on email, uh, social, you know, just direct messaging on Facebook Messenger or social media. Uh, but we have to somehow get into uh, communication to, to get the questions answered. And then from there, um, we'll set up a meeting to then come to your property. And this way we can get more of a face-to-face -face, uh, interaction. And you can ask me any questions that you have through the service or any, um, any questions that you just with concern that you need to, to get through and I can answer them. Uh, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take five pictures inside the house, five pictures outside the house. And what I'm going to do with the pictures is <clears throat> when I go to find an investor, I'm going to send him all the information. So he's already on the same page. So when we go and put this deal together, he's on the same page. He know he already knows the condition of the house. He has an, I can give him an estimate cost of what, what he has to repair to put it into mint condition. Um, uh, so that's the next thing that I was going to tell you is I got to come with this sheet. I already have a preset sheet, which is gonna give me like an estimate price on it, what, what it's gonna cost. So if you have a broken window, it, I can put down like, all right, we have one broken window, it's gonna cost me, let's just say like 700 bucks. Or yeah, you have a damaged roof, all right, it's gonna cost us X, X, Y, and Z. So what this is gonna do is gonna give me an estimate to then give to the investor also. So I wanna make sure that I'm collecting all the information so when we go and I go and find an investor to put into the deal with you, or for us, it's not you, it's really me trying to, to put you and the investor together. And I'm the one that's making sure that you, the seller, and the investor is completely satisfied on the terms and conditions. So everything's on me. Um, but how I'm like, so that's what I have to do. I have to make sure he's on the same page. I gotta make sure everyone's on the same page. So that's where I get that information to give to him. Then I'll answer, you know, if you have any questions, we can go over questions because uh, I'm sure you'll have a lot of questions. Uh, it's, it's a process that I, I don't think a lot of people know about, but in the same sense, it's, it's been going, it's, it's called wholesale real estate. So a lot of people have done this. It's, it's not new. I haven't created, like I haven't created a whole, like a whole new system, but what I'll do is at the end of this, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm, I'm planning on doing with it, where it's going to difference. It's going to be completely different from any wholesale real estate. So um, so then from there, that's step two. Now step three means I got to go home and I'm going to run comps in your neighborhood and get the three closest houses that represent as close as I possibly can to your house. And we're going to go and find three of the closest houses that have sold in like the last month, maybe the next, like last couple of months. And that's going to give us the, the average cost. And then from there, I'm just going to deduct the, the cost of what it's going to take to put the house in condition. And then we're gonna, then we can negotiate on the price. And then that's the price I'm gonna give you. And then, you, you know, if, if you're not satisfied, we can negotiate. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. <clears throat> Once we come to an agreement on the terms and and the policies that you need, 
then what we're going to do is I'm going to put it under contract with you and then I'm going to go and put it under contract with the investor. So, and then what's going to happen from there is then you're going to get the cash payment that we agreed upon. And then we're going to help you with the policies that you need in terms. And then the investor is going to take ownership of the house. Uh, and he's going to invest his capital into the house, flip it, and then try to sell it on the market and make more of a, uh, a profit off it. Uh, for me, Done Deal Investments is going to get paid from the investor. for they, uh, I call it a finder's fee because technically I put the deal together, I found you, and then uh, it's, I call it like a finder's fee. I'm a, I'm, I'm just, that's where I'm collecting my commission off of is the investor. So the cool part about this is all three parties win. The investor, I mean the, the seller, I always like to do the seller first. The seller walks away with the, the cash and he walks away financially free from the, from the property that he's in. He can then go and find another property and get something within his budget and his range that he can afford. Uh, and he, and he's not financially screwed on credit or anything like that. He, he's completely, he's scot free. The investor obviously wins cause he's going to throw his capital in and he's going to put it into mint condition and then he's going to sell it on the market. Uh, for for more for more money than he sunk in, so and then obviously done deal myself done deal investments is gonna win because then I'm gonna get capital or money and commission from the investor and then I can then sink that into the business and then keep you know keep trying to find more people put it into marketing, uh you know keep going basically with done deal investments and keep growing done deal investments LLC, uh and help more people so so everyone wins now. My plans with done deal investments, the reason why I said, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be different from any other wholesale real estate person is because most people do this as a part-time job. So most people are going in and they're like, I want, I want to make easy, fast cash. And I want, I want to work at, I want to work from home and like, I want to just make some extra cash. I want to keep my part-time job or my full-time job. And I want to use as a, as a part-time job and just make a little bit of money on the side. For me, what I what I truly want to do, like I have this vision of uh, flip, uh, making it so it can help a lot of people. Because already just from doing that, getting you out of the financial situation or, or other Americans out of the financial situation is already by itself an amazing accomplishment. But I wanted to take it way further than that. And what I thought about doing was building enough capital from the wholesale real estate part of it and then going, and once we got you out of the financial situation, instead of you getting out of the financial situation and having to go find a real estate agent to go buy another house, uh, an inspector to inspect your house before you went and bought it and, and put your money into it. Um, ba basically, maybe like even doing something with like the, the mortgage thing I kind of like randomly came up with, but like, I don't, I don't know that business well. I don't know if it's going to click well with this, but for right now I'm focusing on like the real, the real estate agent part of like getting you another home. And then also the inspection part where I can go and inspect the property. And that way I can tell you like, all right, here's all this stuff that's wrong with the house and what's good with the house. And that way you can make a good decision on if it's worth putting your money into the house in the first place. So when you go to buy the house and then a year later, like, or a couple months later, things start breaking. You're like, what the hell? Like, you know, I, I can prevent that for you. So the whole point is to get you from A to B to C to D and just keep getting you into different situations. So you don't have like everything's there for you. Like we're, we're, we're coming to a, a point in time where everything is presented to you in front of you. 
and everything's on demand and everything's easy and like you can find things so easy and I just thought like it would help a lot more people because I already know what's going to happen is like, I'll get you out of the financial situation, but then you're going to need a real estate agent. And I have, I have people that I can recommend to you, like with real estate agents. I've met a couple of them. I can definitely recommend you to some people, but the point of the matter is like, I, I, I want it. So like you just keep going and this way, like it, it, it doesn't, it, you don't have to like spend too much time and money trying to find other people and, and sources. Like it's just all there for you. you. Just walk, you know, you walk into Dundee Investments LLC and we handle everything for you. That's what I want to do. Now, I, I'm not at that point, obviously, right now. I don't have like, I'm not inspect, you know, I don't have a license to inspect properties. I don't have a real estate license. So the, you know, with wholesale real estate, you don't need the license part. I mean, I'm going to get these licenses, but for what I'm trying to do right now, it doesn't require any of these licenses. So what I'm, what I'm trying, what my next step is, is once I get out of college, like I'm on my last, I'll be going on my last term in spring. So right after it's about January, that's my last term, my last class ever. I'm done with college. And then I'm going to add on and try to go and get an a, uh, inspector's license. And then from there, I get the inspector's license. And then uh, from there, maybe work for someone for maybe like a little while and then get some experience so I can, I can do things a little bit different, but, and then add on the inspectors. And then the real estate part, I haven't really thought too much into right now. It's uh, it's something that would be next. I think the inspection part would be a little bit first only for the fact, I think it's going to take me a little bit longer for the uh, invest, the investing part of it or the um, inspection part of it. Cause it's a lot more stuff to learn than just selling, you know, finding housing and selling it and stuff. So, <clears throat> Because with inspection, it's a little tricky because you got to learn all the codes. You got to make sure, like, because like it's obviously it's going to probably start in Florida. That's where I live. I live in in the Coral Springs area of Florida. So you know the business is obviously in Florida. So I got to start from Florida and then expand out. <clears throat> and what? So you know I got to look up the codes for like what I should be doing. Like what are the codes for the the tap water getting hot and stuff like that, or the electric units and all it's, it's a lot of stuff to go over, but that's what I'm planning on doing with Dundee investments LLC. But, uh, you know, I don't know how long it's going to take. It's going to take a little while, but right now what I'm doing is the wholesale real estate part of it and building capital on that. So if you know anyone, could be a family member, could be friend, could be someone you ran into on, on the street by, you know, waiting at the bus stop or, you know, you just drove and ran into someone, went to a market, overheard someone talking about, oh man, I got this property and I don't know what to do with it. Uh, have them reach out to me, Tyler Dunn at Dunn Deal Investments LLC. You can give them my phone number. You can give them my social media. You can give them um, my email. If you're an investor that wants under market deals, reach out to me. I'll add you to the buyer's list. If you're a real estate agent that wants to help me find uh, like foreclosures, cause I, I'm still trying to figure out the whole foreclosure part of it where um, when a bank seizes the house, I can do that. Uh, just because I know if I, like, if I contact the bank, it's, it's not, it's going to be tricky on that part depending on the bank. But anyone, if you just want to meet up, you want to get a cup of coffee, you want to just talk, you want to talk about business, real estate, you want to talk about anything, uh, just have a logical, reasonable conversation, reach out to me. I'm trying to fill up and meet as many new people as I possibly can. So, uh, you know, reach out to me. 
If you if you if you're interested in the world travel stuff and you want to travel more and get discounted pricing on hotels, uh, airfare, hotels, airfare, and there's a third one that just slipped. Hotels, airfare, completely slipped. But if you want to travel and get at like at a at a fraction of the cost of traveling, reach out to me. And tonight we're going to be at 10 p.m. We're going to go out and we're going uh, to do a conference call on Zoom. So if anyone knows that it is, just like a, if you have Wi-Fi or any type of device that has Wi-Fi, you can just join the, the call and they're going to do a presentation tonight at 10 p.m. And they'll go over more about it because I know some people are going to be like, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't want to just press that and sign up. So join us. Reach out to me. Even if you can't make it tonight, we'll figure out a way to uh, physically get you a presentation and get you involved in, in world ventures and getting get you discounted traveling supplies. So all right, guys. Again, my name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, LLC, where the deal is already done. Thank you. Have a great Wednesday. Reach out to me. I want to hear from every single person that came out here and watched this. Even if you're going through the stream and, and you just randomly uh, hit this, you know, came across it, reach out to me. Have a great one. Bye.